David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins. We got a special episode for you today, although it's a bit thrown together. We're supposed to have a guest on, actually, from the old station, 101.5 K-Rock. Apparently, I'm on a Do Not Mind list there. I don't want to mention, I'll just say his name. Sloan has them. They, nobody want, nobody's supposed to appear on my show. They're not even supposed to talk about me. I'm annexed completely from that universe little ridiculous. We're actually supposed to have also a special co-host on the show today, somebody with a little radio experience, but something came up. Maybe we'll get them in the future. Luckily, we have a backup here. Our first guest, Dan McCullough, is joining us as our co-host today. Hello. How are you doing today, David? I'm having a great day. I appreciate you stepping in. It's a bit last second. And you were telling me before the show, you're in a really good mood today. Do you want to do you want to tell me a little more about that? Well, yeah, I, uh, I'm i in a pretty great mood. Well, because I not to give this away, but we have a we have a certain guest here with us and I'll let you introduce him. But he did. Uh, if you remember from a past episode, he gave us a list of things that pissed him off. So uh, I came up with a list as a sort of retaliation to our special guest today. Uh, these are, uh, this is a list of things that made me happy recently. Well, that sounds great. All right. So number one here, I've got, I saw a baby laughing. That made me happy. I got to pet a dog and a cat. That made me happy. While I was at my four-year-old nephew's birthday party, a clown made me a balloon animal shaped like a poodle. That made me happy. It got kind of warm outside. That made me happy. Then it got kind of cold out again. That made me sad, but I know that it's eventually going to get warmer again. And that made me happy. Well, that's true. But then it's going to get cold out again after that, and that made me sad. And then, uh, uh, But then I remembered that it's going to get warm again after that, uh, and then that made me happy. It does go back and forth. We've had quite a spring. We did, It is. It's been weird, David. Um, and then the last thing on my list here, uh, my grandpa passed away surrounded by his loved ones, and that made me happy. Well, that's nice, Dan. Thanks for bringing that to the show. It's great to have some positivity. We don't need all that negativity that some shows bring, so I appreciate you kind of bringing a little other side to that discussion. We're still doing interviews. Uh, you know, we've been doing interviews. I've been doing interviews this last week. The weirdest people interviewing for this show. But we do have somebody new behind the scenes. Jerry, did anybody you guys catch him leaving when you got in here? No, I didn't get to see Jerry. Jerry, he's great. He's working behind the scenes. He's helping us a lot. And we do also have uh, new social medias up. So you can go ahead and follow us. Follow us on Instagram at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show. And on Twitter at DC 30 Minute HH. And we're still taking any applications, looking for people behind the scenes, and even possibly looking for somebody to fill in a co-host seat here. Email dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Now, we'll get into this a little later in the show, of course, when we get into current world news. Of course, the biggest story this week, though, are the banks failing around the country. A few small banks and maybe even bigger banks now that this new week is coming around. So I thought, I'm a big fan of top 10 lists. I thought, given that the biggest news story was about banks this week, we might go ahead and go through a list of my favorite top 10 bankers. Hopefully you at home will see some of your favorite bankers on today's list. Number 10, it is Women's History Month, so I thought we'd start with Grace D. Banker. She was an American telephone operator who served during World War I. She led 33 female telephone operators known popularly as Hello Girls. They were assigned in New York to travel to France to operate the telephone switchboards at the war front. In 1919, Banker was honored with the Distinguished Service Medal for her services with the 1st Army Headquarters. That's interesting. That's a great banker. Great banker. Great to start our top 10 list of top 10 bankers. Before we start the show today, I wanted to get right into an email that we got from Angela. 
And I don't know about you guys. Whenever I hear Angela, I think of who's the boss? You know, Tony Danza? <laughs> Angela! Angela! Angela writes, Why do you do what you do? And why do you love to do what you do? You know, Angela, that's a great question. I appreciate you writing in. Yeah, I gotta say, you listening, I do it for you guys. I love to do what I do for you guys. Who else gets to have fun like this? I've dreamt about doing something like this since I was a kid. Nobody else gets to have as much fun as I do. Thanks so much for writing that in, Angela. I love to do it for you guys. Of course, before we get into the show, everybody's favorite, today's color of the day. Today's color of the day, lavender. Another beautiful sounding name. We're starting a nice theme in March of beautiful sounding colors. Today's color of the day, lavender. It is one of my favorite colors, David. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah. You're wearing lavender today. I, I am wearing lavender. Go figure. Yeah. Dan is wearing the color of the day. I hope some of you decide to wear the color of the day today. Today's sponsor of the show is a little different outside of my old market area, but we've arranged something. They're shouting us out, and maybe we'll shout them out too. Today's sponsor of the show is Gold Room. It's at 249 North Main Street in Galena, Illinois. Located at the end of Main Street in beautiful Galena, Illinois, the Gold Room offers a small local feel, cheap drinks, and great people. Now offering a free comedy show to patrons every Wednesday. I appreciate them shouting us out, so we'll go ahead and return the favor, get them a little shout out too. And now that we're kind of working on this arrangement, maybe I'll even pay them a visit. Have you guys wor worked on that venue at all? Yeah, David. Actually, I was there for one of their free comedy shows. Uh, that was a it was a great time. It's a great, fantastic bar. They set a stage up for us and everything. It was it was a lot of fun. That's great. So if anybody finds themselves in Northwest Illinois, there maybe check out the Gold Room, and if it's on a Wednesday, maybe check out that comedy show. Yeah, I highly recommend the Cool Ranch Doritos. Uh, personal favorite of mine. And if anybody was wondering who that was, that was our guest today on David Collins' thirty-minute half-hour show. We have a great guest, a hilarious Dubuque, Iowa-based stand-up comedian, Brody Tupi. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Brody. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, David. I'm excited. I like that. I like the claps. Now, Brody, I mentioned already you're a bit of a last-second fill-in here, so unfortunately our team wasn't able to pull together too many credits for you. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Where have you worked? How long have you been doing comedy? Do you have any podcasts? Have you appeared on other podcasts? What? Tell me a little about yourself. Yeah, I've been on uh, Ben's Fellas podcast. Um, I've been on Alamine's Green Room. I work at the Comedy Bar in Dubuque quite a bit. Before that, in high school, I worked for the Comedy Bar in Dubuque. Now, I was there this Thursday. They do this amazing tomato show that I've been to a few times. This is a tomato show. Would you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So now, because you're kind of known for getting the least amount of tomatoes, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a thing that you're known for. I would say. Yeah, I would. Would say you say that? I would say that, David. Thank you for letting me say that. I'd like to talk about that a little more when we get to interviewing. Just describe the tomato show a little bit for right now. Okay. So how the tomato show works is you tell your jokes, and if people don't like your joke, they throw a tomato at you. Oh, that must get messy. I'm just messing around. I've been there before. Why don't we get a little more specific? What are they really throwing? You know, let me answer that one, David. Of course, I know I was there Thursday, but why don't you tell our audience? They throw stress ball tomatoes. They're like stress balls. They're squishy. That's got to hurt. Do they ever hit you in the balls? No. Very Sorry, small David. Target. You can bleep that if you need to. Yeah, I think I think you're walking a line there. I think that's okay. Way to, you know, you want to push the envelope there, so I appreciate it. That's why we're giving you a chance here, and that's why we appreciate you coming on the show again. Yeah, of course. Speaking of envelopes, uh, do you guys know where I can buy stamps? I need to buy a roll of stamps, and I'm not sure where you do that. 
I, I did want to bring up, since David, I, I think maybe we're going with a theme, we're doing top 10 bangs. Yeah, we do. And I actually wanted to get back into that. So yeah. we only have limited time. Why don't we jump straight into number nine? Number nine on David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show list of top 10 bankers today, Lee Wolf. Lee Wolf. Now, banker is also a term for a Newfoundland fisherman. The most famous of those is Lee Wolf. Born Henry Lyon in 1905, Lee was also an artist, pilot, author, and filmmaker who made significant contributions to recreational fishing, especially fly fishing and the conservation of Atlantic salmon. Number nine on our top 10 bankers today. We got a little off course there. Not sure, now why are you in the market for stamps? I did, we are reaching out to stamps.com. We're looking at getting them as a sponsor. If that's where you were talking about, maybe you heard Jerry on the way out mentioning that. Number eight on our list of top 10 bankers today, David Nyer. This guy banks juggling balls off the floor. Would you believe that? Number eight on our top 10 bankers, David Nyer. He bounce juggles. He's a bounce juggler. David Nyer holds multiple world records for numbers bounce juggling. Isn't that interesting? It is, David. Did you have anything else you wanted to mention about the tomato show? Well, I think it's a fun show. I think you should come out and uh, give the show a watch. Uh, and that's located at the Comedy Bar in Dubuque, Iowa. That's correct? Yep, right underneath Geno's East. Check it out. And that actually happens on Thursday. So if you happen to be here for the Gold Room show, maybe come in the next day for a Dubuque show, the tomato show at the Comedy Bar. Fair warning, though. Comedy Bar does not carry Cool Ranch. Hey, tomatoes. that sound means it's time for our first game. This is a good game, too. This game is called... Name the bands or salivating glands. In this game, we're gonna have to decide whether it's a name of a band or if it's a name of a food. And it might be a delicious food too. That's where those glands are salivating. Are you ready to play name the band or salivating glands? Ready to go. Do you have any questions? Now, last week we had a Florida question for Florida guests. The week before that, we had a comedy question for comedian. Now, of course, you're also a comedian, but I couldn't help but notice a bit of a bigger gentleman. And we wanted to go ahead and bring in a question game about food items today. Are you ready to play Name of name of a Band or Salivating Glands? Yeah, I'm not sure if I like that, though. Maybe you'll like it after this first question. Okay. Round one, Bedfordshire Clanger. That's got to be food. Bedfordshire Clanger. Now, if anybody's listening and wants to play along, go ahead and DC... Email your answers to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. This first one is Bedfordshire Clanger. You said that's a food? I think so. Bedford sounds like a place. That's correct. It is a food. You're good at this one, huh? The Bedfordshire Clanger is a dish from Bedfordshire, of course. Dating back to the 19th century, they are a one-foot pastry filled half with dinner with a dinner-like potatoes, stew, and beef, while the second half is filled with a dessert pastry. Yeah, that sounds disgusting. Well, I think you eat them separately, of course. It's more of a dinner and then an after effect. I think it sounds pretty good. I'm surprised you don't think it sounds pretty good. Next round, round two, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Name of a band or salivating gland? It's a tough one. Um... Red Hot Chili Peppers. Band or a delicious food item? Might be on a I'm menu. Gonna go, I'm going to go with band. Hey, that's two for two. We're on a great pace here. At first glance, their name might suggest a spicy dish made with chili peppers. However, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are actually a popular rock band formed in the 1990s. 1980s? 1980? All right, let's go ahead and try the third answer here, the third round. Are you ready for the third round, Brody? Yeah, let's go. Angels on Horseback. The food item, or the band, is Angels on Horseback. Is it making your glands salivate? Are you getting your mouth watery? Or are you ready to listen to some great music? I mean, horse meat's kind of forbidden. I'm going to go banned. Oh, no. Well, there goes your streak there. 
Angels on Horseback is a hot hors d'oeuvre made of oysters wrapped with bacon. Does that sound better than Bedfordshire Clanger? It does. I gotta say, I'm a big bacon guy. Let's try this last round of Name of a Band or Salivating Glands. Let's go. Meat Puppets. I'm gonna go band again. I gotta go band on that one. It could be, it could be like a Hot Pocket almost, but I'm thinking band. That's right! Meat Puppets is actually an American rock band known for blending punk rock, country, and psychedelic rock in their music. Meat Puppets. I have to give them a listen. Thanks they so sound, much for playing. They sound delicious, too. They I do. Say meat puppets do sound delicious. I would certainly eat a meat puppet. If anybody's out there looking to make one, I'll give it a try. If anybody's interested in making a meat puppet for Brody, go ahead and DC email dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. We'll send that recipe over to Brody. If you, if you email it to me, we'll make sure that we figure out a way to connect you with Brody there. Before we get into the next part of the show, I thought we'd continue with our top 10 list of top 10 bankers today. Number seven. Amadio Peter Giannini was born on May 6th, 1870 in San Jose, California. Known affectionately as A.P. Giannini, he was not only an, invent an innovator in banking, but also a man with remarkable integrity and extraordinary faith in human character. So Brody, we have you on the show today. I'm excited to talk to you. You're a, somewhat of a new comedian, is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty new. I've been in comedy about a year and a half. Why now. comedy? I, I think I'm a funny person. I've got a lot to say. I've got a lot of gripes, and it's nice to have a voice to get those gripes out. Before comedy, have you done anything like this? Were you an actor? Did you do? Were you involved in improv in any way? I did improv my freshman year of high school, uh, but then interesting. When I was in high school, I hadn't even started radio yet, so I can't imagine doing something now that I was still doing in high school. When I was in high school, I was doing pottery, I believe. Yeah, that I mean, was really my passion before I found radio. I mean, doing things from high school, it's pretty popular where I come from. A lot of people like to do what they did in high school for the rest of their lives. So I just think that's part of like my hometown shtick. That's interesting. Are you from Iowa now? Yeah, yeah. Real small town, about 7,000 people. We all like to do what we did in high school. It's a good time. What inspired you to start comedy? I got uh, blocked from Facebook, so I wanted to still talk about things. So have you tried Twitter or we started actually or Instagram? Well, I guess if you're banned on Facebook, you may be banned on Instagram, too. But Twitter's definitely out there. And if anybody wants to follow the David Collins 30 minute and a half hour show on Twitter, you can find us at DC 30 minute HH. Where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, they can't. I actually was blocked from Twitter. Oh, man, I can't talk about that. Oh, gosh, I guess you really do have to just get into live stand up in that case. Or you could always start your own podcast. You know, I don't know if you know this about me. I used to be on the radio, no longer allowed on the radio unless I find a new market to hire me, but these podcast things really seem to be taking off. I might recommend that to you. If the stand-up comedy thing doesn't go, maybe you join Ben's Fellows or you start your own, try to start a podcast. Those seem to be picking up steam recently. Why would I join Ben's Fellows? Is it because Ben's also very fat? What's going on there? Well, it was, it, was the, it was a show that you appeared on, and that's true. We do have a weird consistency or a weird link between our guests and their weight, and we are trying to work on that. I'm not sure... You know, I've mentioned this before. I'm a little disappointed in my editor, and that's why we're always looking for new staff. So email dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com if you're interested in working on the team, because sometimes I feel like we're being sabotaged here. I'm not sure if the person booking all of our interviews here is playing a prank on me. So no offense to you, Brody. I apologize if you are part of that prank. I wanted to ask you more about these tomato shows, though. What's your method in getting the least tomatoes? Because what I've heard is that if they don't like you, they may just not throw tomatoes at all. Yeah, I think that's, I think I scare people um, with my presence. I'm quite large. I think I'm kind of intimidating. 
Um, and then they realize, hey, he's not intimidating. And they, I win him over that way. I think you're being a little hard on yourself. Now, Brody, not a lot of people talk about this. Hilarious stand-up comedian. Because he's so new, I don't think people know his name. But anytime people see him, they come up on stage and they say, Brody, that guy's got it. I even saw it once in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at the Lucky Cat Comedy Club. Coming up on a future show, we're actually going to have this guy as a guest, Alomine, one of the few people that earned a golden ticket on Kill Tony and also famously argued with Donnell Rawlings live on Kill Tony. I have seen that, Dave. It's very funny. Video. He's going to be a great excited. guest. I'm excited to have him on the show. But Alomine himself is the one that I've heard follow Brody Tupi and say, this guy's got it. This guy's going to be going places. I agree. I agree. How do you respond to that, Brody? Well, I think in that case, he was referring to diabetes, and by <laughs> it, he meant the doctor. Um, well, if anybody would know. Alamine, also a bigger fella, you might want to check with your staff. There might be something going on here. It sounds like you need more people you can trust on this show, David. I'm going to throw another application in for a producer, too. That'd be perfect. You know, we're always looking for new people on the team. Number six on today's list of top ten bankers. Number six, a banker or bank engine was designed to help push trains up steep hills. And that's why this banker ends up at number six on David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show list of top 10 bankers. Now, Brody, I ask this to everybody who comes on, especially comedians, but everybody in their profession ends up being a bit of a writer. So I want to ask you, you know, you take out your papers, you might use a phone, how do you, you might drive, or how do you, how do you come up with your material? Uh, usually I just, I'm sitting in the car, I'm at work, an idea will come to me, and I'll put in the notes on my phone. And, and you I'll... do use your phone. There's some controversy. And actually, now that we have a Twitter up, I think I'm going to put up this survey and we're going to be asking people, do you write in a notebook or do you write on your phone? Because Austin Ingalls made an outrageous statement saying nobody writes in a notebook these days. Where do you stand on that? Does anybody write in a notebook these days? I, I, I can't speak for anybody but myself, honestly. I, I, you seem to carry a notebook around quite a bit, David, so I'd have to say that's probably a false statement. But myself, my ideas go on my phone and then I elaborate them and build them out on a laptop so that I can then transfer them back to my phone. It's crazy what they're doing with technology these days. I wish I was allowed to be on more platforms of technology. But... Hey, that sound means it's time for our second game. I'm excited for this game too. We talked a little about food in this first game, and we're gonna be saying in the same genre of business. This really is just a business-orientated episode today, because we're gonna be looking at a couple products. This game is called, What Are They Selling? You're gonna have to look at a commercial. You're gonna hear a commercial, this commercial is going to be selling a product. Now, we're not going to be worrying too much about brand names today, but you're going to have to tell us what is that commercial selling. Are you ready to play? What are they selling? I'm ready to go. I'm feeling pretty good. Good. And if you like one of these commercials enough, maybe you'll end up writing a joke about it. That'll be fun to hear. Let's go ahead and listen to the first commercial. Ryan wasn't made for the 9 to 5. Ryan was made for the 12 to 3 a.m. delivery circuit. He's the patron saint of chimichangas. Now, Dan, I believe, also does not know these questions here. So, Dan, if you want to participate also, mm -hmm. now you heard the commercial. Would you like to hear it again? What do you think, Brody? Do we need to hear it again? I think I need to hear it again. I'm not going to lie. I missed that last part there. Ryan wasn't made for the 9 to 5. Ryan was made for the 12 to 3 a.m. delivery circuit. He's the patron saint of chimichangas. All right, so we've heard the commercial a couple of times there. Do you want to go ahead and give it a give it a little thought? Maybe work together, put your minds together here. What do you think that commercial might have been advertising? Well, I watch a lot of TV, David. Um, I, I think I've, I might have seen that one before. I'm going to say Grubhub. 
Yeah, definitely, right, a, definitely a food delivery like service app, either that or DoorDash, one of the two. That's correct. You guys nailed it. It was DoorDash specifically, oh, but we don't need oh, to be playing that oh. that type. You nailed it. It is a delivery service, DoorDash specifically. Great job. You guys like this game? Now, Brody, doing a great job on these games today. We're going to have to bring you back and actually look at a couple others, maybe look back and see who really did better. I don't think anybody's done better than you up to this point. Mm, no, honestly, a field of schlubs, if I can be honest with you. A field of schlubs. Now, those are fighting words. If anybody wants to take that up with Brody, you're going to have to go find him at the comedy bar on a Thursday because I don't want any of that heat in my email box. <laughs> Let's go ahead and look at this round two of what are they selling? What are they selling, Brody? developed a unique patented technology that fits anywhere. It's whisper quiet. While it works, more than half your body's muscle groups. Experts agree, sitting is the new smoking. Sitting is the new smoking, huh? Hmm, I wonder what that might be advertising. Let's go ahead and take a guess. What do you guys think? Anybody who thinks they might know, go ahead and send that into dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. What might that be advertising? I think what this is advertising is one of those belts that stimulate your ab muscles while you sit there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious why they said the new smoking, though. I thought it was maybe a chair that you smoke in. So I'm thinking that is a play on how smoking is bad for you, and this makes oh. your sitting an active activity. Interesting. Okay. I should look into this. That's well, pretty close there. I think we're going to have a little bit of a controversy on whether you guys did get that correct. Now, this piece of equipment, very interesting piece of equipment, it's bike pedals that you put in front of you as you just sit on your chair, and then you can pedal at nowhere. It's, it's similar to a stationary bike without the bike, just stationary, but they say sitting is the new smoking, so maybe it still works for you there. I've heard about those ab, those ab workouts, though. Have you guys tried those at all? No. Uh, ab workouts in general, or... Clip three, are you ready to play What Are They Selling? Do you like this game, Brody? I do. You're doing pretty game. well. I almost want to give that last one to you, but let's go ahead and see if you guys can get this third commercial. Names. Oh, I'm posting your karaoke video. You said you deleted it. <sighs> okay, okay. There's two. Here's one. Tired of missing out? Oh, tired of missing out. Sounded like an argument between two people. Somebody had a little hint about something and wanted to keep it to themselves. Guess there's this embarrassing karaoke video that we don't get to hear more about. What do you think that might be for? It's advertising something. Can we play that one again? We'll go ahead and take a second look here. Let's get a little more specific. What might this be advertising? Names. Oh, I'm posting your karaoke video. You said you deleted it. <sighs> okay, okay. There's two. Here's one. Tired of missing out? Take a few seconds to think about it. We got some names. We got two people talking. A couple secrets being kept. When I hear when I hear talks of videos, I'm thinking technology. So I'm thinking of some sort of like social media platform. Dan, would you like to wager a guess there? I uh, I have no idea, so I'm gonna go with Brody. Uh, I think you might have been on the right track. That was actually an advertisement for a crypto service. The specific crypto service was eToro, never heard of it, but very similar to Coinbase or anything like that. They wanted you to go there and, and try to buy your crypto from there and maybe they give you a few extra hints or something like that. But that was, what are they selling? I think we've lost you a little bit on those, Brody. What do you think about that game? Yeah, I mean, David, interesting move on your part to sponsor something with crypto. Pretty, pretty hot topic. So uh, best of luck to you on the future lawsuits if that happens. And we have the David um, Collins 30 Minute and Half Hour Show. Don't stand behind any of those products individually. We just thought it would be a fun game. Making me paranoid, Brody. Number five on our list of top 10 bankers today, Adam Dunn 
hitter for baseball team Chicago White Sox, 2014, banked the ball off of the top of the wall twice before it came to the backfield. A little piece of baseball history for you. That was Adam Dunn when he banked the ball off the top of the wall twice. Do you remember that, Dan? You're a bit of a I, baseball fan. I do, yeah. Um, I, I remember, We called it the, the, the double bank. And that's why he found his place on as number five on our top 10 list of bankers today. Now, before we continue the show, we had a voicemail come in. And let me tell you, a bit of a relief. Before we even play the voicemail, Laura from Youngstown, thank you so much. Let's take a little listen here. Good morning. This voicemail is for David Collins, first-time caller, long-time listener. Just kidding. It is me, the gas gap criminal. I see that someone has solved the riddle, so I'm not even going to call into your show today. I hope, for your sake, they've returned your gas gap. I'll be back in the future, and next time it won't be so easy. Also, I just wanted to say, Jameson Cox, your last guest, was right about the Oscar Best Picture nominees. Goodbye. And goodbye and good riddance. Thanks for mentioning that about Jameson Cox, though. Another listener already let us know, and we've reached out to Jameson Cox and congratulated him. But the gas cap criminal, at least for right now, is no more. Thank you, Laura from Youngstown, Ohio, for correctly identifying the mobile off of Exit 7 in Cincinnati, Ohio. Your prize will be on its way very soon. And that sound means it's time for my favorite segment, World News with David Collins. Big news week. Are these Chinese balloons still going up or can we stop celebrating short round? I'm just kidding. A little little bit about a local story out of Marshalltown, Iowa today. Of course, we'll talk about the banking crisis and review last week's Oscar predictions. Before we start that, I think we'll hit number four on our list of top 10 bankers. Number four, Efron Reyes. Some of you listening may have expected to hear one of the best bankers in pool mentioned. Efron, a Filipino professional pool player, Reyes is wildly considered one of the greatest pool players of all time. Efron Reyes, of course, makes it onto the list of top 10 bankers. How could he not? Little story out of Iowa this week. Marshalltown police arrested a 20-year-old man Saturday in response to a robbery that took place Friday. Amarion Demir robbed a 23-year-old woman at gunpoint at the corner of Grant Street and Center Street. I wouldn't call this guy criminal of the year. (laughs) Good one, David. Oh, boy. Some people, am I right? Now this banking crisis. Not a lot of you might know. Dan is a bit of an insider here. Dan, what do you know so far about this banking crisis? Well, okay, so Forrest, I can tell you uh, there's a big deal. So I work at a credit union, and, you know, they were giving us things to tell our members at this credit union, uh, reasons not to feel like they have a reason to worry. Any members in particular? Uh, Nobody I can name specifically, unfortunately. But I can tell you that uh, Silicon Valley Bank took 97% of its customers' money and put it into high-risk investments. And after most of those investments didn't pan out, Silicon Valley Bank announced it was going to need $2.25 billion to stay afloat. Can you believe that, David? That's a lot of bones. That is too much. Uh, This caused close to 80% of their customers pulling their money from 80%? 80%, David. And causing their stocks to plummet. Plummet? Absolutely. It, it went straight to the ground. You, you, should, you should have seen the graph, David. It was, it was insane. I'll pull it up later for you. <laughs> yeah, you, it show it to me after the show. I'd love to see that. Absolutely. And anybody else who has that graph, please send it over to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com, and we'll just double check that you have the correct graph there. But I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. This is your segment. Go ahead and continue. Well, there's not much else to say. What, what, 
what I can say is when you're with a credit union, you're in safer hands. So uh, just wanted to shout that out. Credit unions are better than banks. Yeah, that's great to hear. Do you think that this might be a problem in the future with banking? Is This se- this seems to happen every 15 years or so. Is that just going to be continue continue to be the case until uh, everybody's at a credit union? I, I do believe that, yeah. I mean, we're, we're probably going to see it again pretty soon here, if I do, if I do imagine. I, I don't think anyone should freak out. Just put your money into credit unions instead. Well, that's great advice. We don't need any more panics after the last few years. If you ask me, thanks so much for that information, Dan. Number three on our top 10 list of bankers, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser banked off the wall of obscurity and won the Oscar for Best Actor of his performance in The Whale. Welcome back, Brendan Fraser. Thanks for making the time to get back on the list for top 10 bankers this year. You guys see that, Brendan Fraser? He cried a little bit on his performance. Very sweet. The Oscars he won was for Best Actor. I cried a little bit too. Have you seen The Whale? I haven't, no, but I'm sure it's good. Now, there was some controversy about Brendan Fraser playing the whale. As two plus-sized gentlemen yourself, did you feel any of that controversy? Were you upset that somebody else wasn't chosen to pl- play that role? No. Do you have anything to say about that, Brody? I mean, Brendan's not a small guy by any means, so right. I, I wouldn't say he's taking roles from larger actors. I would, After his career, I wouldn't say he's taking roles from anybody. Speaking of Chinese balloons, he's really ballooned up over the years. <laughs> hitting up the food bank. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once won the most awards, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Score, Best Actress, Best Best Screenplay, Best Editing, Best Supporting Actor, and so much more. I guess there's a reason they called it Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. (laughs) I love this movie. I've seen it like six times. Here's the description if you guys haven't seen the movie. When an interdimensional rupture unravels reality... An unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Now, you guys know how much I love alliteration. In this movie, a lot of alliteration. It's great. If anybody else is an old fan of radio, I think you'll really enjoy this movie. Have you guys seen this movie? I have not. No, I I should really. It's on Hulu. I'd recommend checking out. Also on Paramount Plus, but I've been watching it on Hulu. I think I've watched it five days in a row now. Wow. I just have it on in the background, though. I say, I'd, say, I'd say that I've seen it all the way through about six times. I watched the Oscars. Made me a little nervous. I was afraid somebody was going to go and karate chop the host. <laughs> Did you guys watch the Oscars at all? Uh, now, I enjoy the music awards a lot more personally. I think there's more flair in the music awards. You, the Oscars. I, I think I, I mean, with... Except last year, there was a lot of flair. You know, a lot of hand flair, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you're, you're definitely right about that, David. That was... Oscars. That, yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. enjoy them? Well, this year, yeah, or more than last year, because the, just in general. The, are you talking about the slap last year at all? Well, I mentioned it. I certainly okay, mentioned yeah. it maybe a few minutes ago there, right. but we're we're certainly talking about just award shows in general at oh, this okay. point. Yeah, no, Oscars last year was better than this year. No one got hit this year, so. Well, I'm with you there. I don't like violence. Let's go ahead and jump to number two on our list of the top ten bankers today. Number two, I'm sure a lot of you would have expected to hear this, dude, perfect. The YouTube channel Dude Perfect earns the second spot on David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show's list of top 10 bankers with their amazing banks with basketballs, frisbees, and ping-pong balls. Before we wrap up world news, uh, let's go back over to Dan here and talk a little bit about March Madness and some of the sports this week. Yeah, David, seriously, talk about madness. Well, okay, so every year we always see some upsets, uh, but this year was the second time ever that a 16-seed team beat a number one seed team in the first round 
Number one seeded Purdue Boilermakers were taken down by the number 16 seeded Fairleigh Dickinson Knights, 63 to 58. Boilermakers, I guess they lived up to their name, huh? <laughs> sure did, David. Uh, and not only that, but number the number 15 Princeton Tigers brought down a heavy favorite to make it pretty far in the tournament, the number two seeded uh, Arizona Wildcats by a score of 59 to 55. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the uh, the number 13 seeded Furman Paladins uh, took out number four seed Virginia Cavaliers, which is funny because they were the first team to be a number one seed beaten by a second or by a 16 seed team. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, that is it hilarious. Is madness. It's madness. It's actual madness. I don't even think you know what you just said there. <laughs> Great job. And now you mentioned uh, before we started the show there, you came in talking a little bit about wrestling. I wanted to hear and some of our fans might be into wrestling and might be happy to hear that we're talking a little about sports this week. What's going on in the wrestling world? Wrestling world. There is national championship tournament this weekend. Uh, the winner of that was Penn State. Been a real powerhouse lately. Over the last 12 years, they've won 10 national titles as a team. But Princeton, they had a pretty interesting uh, champion at 125 is the first champion for the school since 1951. Wow. 1951, wow, in Princeton again. Too bad, it sounds like it's time for our last game of the show, if you guys hear that sound. This game, looking forward to this. Will Smith was actually recently in Iowa City, Iowa, just a little bit close to where we are right now. So I thought we played a game that pays a little homage to him and his movies. This game is called Ricky Bobby's Price is Right, because if you ain't first, you're last. In this game, we're gonna go with, with in this game, we're going to name a product found on Craigslist. You'll be given two numbers and have to determine which of those numbers are the first number of the price and which is the last. Are you ready to play Ricky Bobby's Price is Right? Yes, I think I understand the rules. That's great. It's pretty classic to a lot of other Price and Rights games. We're just going to name an object. We're going to give you two numbers. One's the first number and one's the last number. Might be $10,000, might be a million dollars, might be $50. You never know. This first product... This is a Triumph 11,000-pound two-post auto-lift car hoist. It lifts cars. Okay. The first number is three. The first number is nine. Or is the last number three? Or is the last number nine? I'm thinking first number. Am I working with Dan again on this one? Or am I by myself? You are by yourself. And I started the timer before I even finished the question there. It's a little bit of a unique game, and my editor did not give me good notes to work with. Okay, well, I will give... Three or nine, which is the first number? This is an 11,000-pound auto-lift car hoist. I'm going to go nine is the first number, and three is the last number. I'm thinking somewhere around $9,000. Wow, you are way over. It was $3,900 and dollars $3,979. Not the best with numbers, so please excuse me. If anybody's interested in getting a 11,000-pound two-post auto-lift car hoist, reach out. Um, they are in the Manhattan, Kansas area, but you're going to call them at 844-536-6505. That sounds like a hell of a deal. It does sound like a hell of a deal. Maybe we should include this, send it over to them, send them a clip of you answering that question, and they could post it in their Craigslist posting and say, look what people think this is worth. Absolutely. Round great idea. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate you letting me know it was a great idea. I appreciate all of the compliments that you've paid me today. I, I'm so happy to have a co-host here. It fe I feel so much more supported. It's a lot like back when I was on the radio. You know, when you're on the radio, there's a whole team going around, other people helping you with prep, and we felt very limited, and I love to have somebody back in a co-host chair like I used to. Round two this is a 2019 Chevy Silverado 1500. 2019 Chevy Silverado 1500. Is the first number or the last number a two? 
Or is the first number of the last number a three? A little tricky there, being yeah. as two or three. Do you have any information on mileage or anything like that? What, what kind of... No information. Okay. I can give I can give you their phone number if you'd like to reach out to them, though, and ask them about the mileage on the car. 2019 Chevy Silverado. Okay, my options were... Two or three. I'm going to go with three as the first number, and the last number is two. Okay. Ouch. No, that was actually a $22,000 car. $22,013 car. Little specific, not sure why they need that $13, but if anybody out there in Manhattan, Kansas area is looking for a 2019 Chevy Silverado, you can reach out to them at 316-445-3855. Are you ready to play round three, Brody? I don't know if I am. I mean, I'm getting beat up on it. Yeah, you had a great start to the show. I'm sorry if I got a little, if I ruined some of your confidence and blew up your ego a little bit, and now we're just seeing it all crash down with these wrong answers in the last couple of games, but maybe you'll get in on this last question That's on awesome. round three here. This is an electric scooter, 2022 Scooter Star, Scoot Star, Beach Star e-bike. Does it start with a one or does it start with an eight? I'm going to go with an eight. I'm sorry, Brody. It is not an $800 or $8,000 e-bike. It is a $1,000, $488 e-bike. And if anybody out there in Iowa City this time is looking for an e-bike, you can reach out to them at 319-337-0500. Told you it was a little bit of a, a business-themed episode today. That's okay. One thing left before we wrap up the show, of course, we're going to finish up our list of the top 10 bankers. Does anybody have a guess on what they, what they thought their surprise wasn't included already, what you expected to hear, or you think you know what that number one might be? If you think you know what that number one might be, email your guest at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Now's your time to write it down because we're going to get right into it. Number one today on David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show, top 10 list of bankers, Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic, <laughs> a Serbian professional basketball player. Now, Nikola in 2022 caught the most banks off of the backboard. This Nikola gentleman in the NBA in 2022 had the most rebounds of that year with 1,019 rebounds. Wow. With all those rebounds grabbing the bank off the backboard there, Nikola finds himself at the number one spot of our list of the top 10 bankers. Way to go. Now, Brody, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Did you have fun? Did you enjoy those games? Yeah, absolute blast. Would you love to come back in the future? I I'd would. love for you to come back Absolutely. in the future. I would like another shot at the games. I know I faded there at the end, but I'd really like another shot. Now, we've received a lot of positive feedback from you sending that voicemail on the show. Would you like to send in any more on the show or maybe come back and sit in that co-host chair in the future? Absolutely. You know, I've got a lot of things that piss me off. Um, I really like to get those off my chest. That'd be great. And we'd love to see you. Appreciate that. Thank you, David. And everybody listening, thanks so much for listening. I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.